I saw um, yep. a video of uh, someone was filming like the live reaction of the Zelda thing. I think it might be like an IGN bar or something at E3. Oh, and when and when that sort of thing came on no, the screen, no, being... that 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 wasn't real. That's uh that's a video meme. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, oh that's well, awkward. you got caught out. <laughs> oh. oh no. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Episode 6. I'm Zach, I'm here with Kieran. Hey. Jordan. Hello there. And Dylan. Yo. Hey, going, boys? Good, mate, good. Yeah, just uh, been chilling out in this cold weather. Exams are over, and I can finally fucking play games again. Woo. So yes, very exciting. How long uh, until you start the next semester? Uh, I got from now till the 30th of July, so I got a good month and a half. Oh, mate. Nice. Yeah. Look your feet up. Yeah, mate. Two days a week at work, the other five just playing games. Already platinum you... two games already. How many playthroughs of Troll and I are you going to do? Oh, uh, you maybe should maybe just a your, solid one. On your channel. Yeah, no, I don't think my I don't think Twitch uh, TV slash Grumpy Goron deserves to play a game that that's that's that good. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. You can uh, you can you can use our Twitch. Nah, <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> they don't. Oh, you're so in, modest. Um, in your exams. Uh yeah, quite well. I think I like, I tend to just do really well in the assignments and then kind of just you know walk my way through the exam but um i think i did okay in them both hopefully i don't get an email back in the next week saying that i fucked it all up but uh yeah i'm just gonna you know try and not think about it for the next couple of weeks and just keep playing some games because i haven't been able Please to do that for a while tell our 12 listeners yes what 12. you're studying um so computer science and games programming and i've been doing it forever so you're gonna be a game developer yes can't wait to work crunch uh, that wasn't a thing that, that was often t- spoken about when I started programming, but it is now, and it's starting to slowly come to, to you know, to the towards the idea that I'm going to have to work a hundred hours a week until I die. But you know, I mean, <laughs> to make everyone else happy, it's it's worth it. You know, it's all good. I'll make a Troll and I sequel. Can you make an AFL Evolution Troll and I theme game? Ooh, can I get a bit of cricket in there too? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, why not? <laughs> cricket ball that's going to be a new sport cricket, cricket ball bo- yeah and cricket I. ball and I evolution 2 <laughs> cricket ball and I evolution 2 the name of the episode made by what's the people fly people, people fly actually <laughs> yeah. that's the one but yeah no, it's, it's a fun degree it's four years through now it's technically a three year degree but I'm a slow boy so slowly so making my your, way through it it's like your favourite programming language it's the crunch the crunch is, is uh, the, the extra year. Yeah, exactly. Favourite programming language, C++, because it's hard. Yeah, rough times. And it's the one you do most of your games programming in. Yeah, it is. It's the one that also has the most memory leaks. But anyway, please, no more no more programming speak. You're going to give me PTSD. <laughs> please. All right. Well, full on. Uh, so you said you played them two games. What do you... What'd you play? Uh, so... First game I played when I got back to being able to actually play something, 
I looked at my, you know, all my games that I have sitting there sealed because I have a mountain of them. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm kind of spoiled for choice. You know, like when you're scrolling through Netflix and you can't really decide what you want to watch, so you just don't watch anything. That, that was me yesterday. Yeah, so I was doing that. And then I went on my digital, like on my PlayStation, saw all the digital games I had. I saw that I had Parappa the Rapper there. Yeah. And I hadn't ever played it before, but I'd like, obviously, like I enjoyed the, you know, I'd enjoyed what I'd seen of it. So I played through the whole game in a night platinumed it so you know got perfect for all the songs and stuff the game's fun as hell but god it's a bit it's a bit broken in terms of like trying to actually get perfect because it's not as like accurate as like you'd expect it to be like you know how like guitar hero and stuff was a bit later on it's a bit delayed and a bit weird but finished that then i went back to far cry new dawn platinum that i had a couple of missions in that that i needed to do and um yeah so i'm at 110 platinums now which is a bit rough i'll let you guess how many i have Oh, I don't, Weird flex. Basically. I don't think I want up trophy hunt anymore because I've been playing Kingdom Hearts all day trying to do a run where you don't you have to use all your default equipment. And it's <laughs> I did oh, that. That was awful. It's driving me insane. I got to the world of chaos boss up until the last like the last stage. You had like a millimeter of health left, and I fucking died. And it took like ninety minutes. Rough. So yeah, I'm, I'm have living you tried? Off of that, so just get good. Uh, yes, but it didn't work. I also died. But yes. Yeah, um, been so, doing that. So did you learn any new dances for when you go out and celebrate your uh, graduation in Paracla Rapper? Yeah, I also learned how to drive properly, apparently, and knowing how to close the door, which is apparently important when driving so a vehicle. Let's, let's be real, he's waiting for Just Dance so he can learn some new dance moves. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting True. that on Wii. Can't wait. But no, nah, I don't know. Parappa the Rapper was fun as hell. I'm, I think I might... I know the sequel's on, on there as well, the PS2, PS2 Classic, but I don't know if that one's any good. It's all right. But I thought it's, I might get that too. It's still pretty janky. Yeah, right. I think I might give it a crack, but it's got no platinum. The songs are way better. Kind of like, the songs are better in two. Yeah, I prefer Ooh. them. Yeah, see, my favorite song in one was The Chicken. She's dope as hell. <laughs> There's no Chop Chop Master Onion classic from the first game, but, you know. Yeah, fair. Yeah, no, I've uh, had a great time with it. Cool. Uh, what's everybody else been playing, Jordan? Have you been playing something other than Breath of the Wild? Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, I've been mixing it up with Devolver Bootleg. Uh, oh, how's been... that? <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah. yeah we... I've got the... You... Yeah, it's... Uh, by all means, it's an authentic bootleg experience. Like, the whole display is like a fraction of the size of my monitor. And it doesn't show you the controls properly. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, and you look at everything, and everything about it is like perfectly bootleg to the point where it's done excellently. Love it, and it's just so good. And then outside of that, I've also been playing uh, Destiny Two because I felt like playing some Destiny for a while, and all the stuff that I paid for is out now. So, yeah, sick. How good's um? Is it Hotline in Hotline Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Or, that no, was sorry. my favorite song. <laughs> so good. That and Enter oh, the no. Gun Dungeon. <laughs> If I ever went back to the US, that's one city I'd uh, want to go to. But why? Old Milwaukee. Uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, actually, yeah. First reason, uh, that's the NBA team that I follow. Right. So I like maybe that. I'd go check out the Bucks. Second one is because my favourite beer is brewed there. VB isn't brewed there. I oh, don't like VB, mate. I'm not joking. <laughs> wow, uh, what a shout third out. Third one. Third one is because that 70s show was filmed there. Ooh. I just learned two things about you that I didn't know that I actually enjoy that you enjoy as well. 
that 70s show and the Bucks. Big fan. Get around them, I say. Lovely. Oh, huge fan. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm a big Buck. What's that guy? Buck Hunter. <laughs> buck Hunter, yeah. Fair. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Kieran, how about you? Uh, I have been smashing some Crash Team Racing, and my review for that should be out as we speak. Ooh, what'd you give but it? I haven't written it yet. Oh, because uh, not we're yet. traveling oh, forward in time here. Yeah. yeah, fair. Okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, my review should reflect that I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah. Sick. Is that all you've been playing? You didn't play? No, never mind. <laughs> I think that was last week. What, what Wait, did I play what, last week? What... Yeah, I thought I thought you sent me a screenshot, or maybe that 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 was me sending you screenshots. <laughs> maybe I um I just platinum the first Bioshock nice. as well. That was uh, playing through on survival mode without respawning it was a pain in the ass. Um, and what else? Have I, oh, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands two with Georgie, my partner, playing through it in Advance of Three. I'm not and gonna lie. I fun. thought you were gonna say my name for a second. I was like, "Well, this is news to me." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're my partner now. <laughs> no, that's oh. not news to me. It was the playing Borderlands part. <laughs> Very exciting. Mm. I've actually never played the first two Bioshocks, and I've really, really wanted to. You Did should you like it? Did you like? It? Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Did what? you like Infinite? You, was that uh, is what we both uh, tried to ask you? Did you like Infinite? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I did. I did. I did like it. I didn't. I didn't. Trent, as you all know, I'm not sure if Dylan maybe knows Trent, but yeah. So Trent lent it to me um, when I was living with him, and he talked it up massively. Mm. Didn't blow me away. It's a bit contentious, even in the Bioshock fan base. I love it. Um, yeah, like I thought it was cool, but I thought it was a little bit. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. It was a seven and a half out of ten for okay. me, which is still good. Uh, just didn't. You know, is that an IGN seven and a half or? No, well that's that, a uh, the, the first Bioshock Revolution would be. seven point <laughs> five. Seven point five is no Porsche challenge. <laughs> Too much air. Oh mate, how good is Porsche? <laughs> I should have played no that. <sighs> mate, if you that's what you should go back and platinum. Well, where can I where can I access port, uh, Porsche Challenge? PS One. Yeah. Okay. So via just emulation. like make your own platinum. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's what like the nerds of yesteryear would do. Make their own platinums. <laughs> Year old nerds. Make their own in-game achievements. They'd forge their own platinum trophies in in their oh. kilns. You should do it, but instead of getting like the getting a, like a, a like an actual trophy, get like a statue of like a Porsche made in like silver no you be what you become one of those people that like go to the trophy store and like get trophies made for them to like make them look better in life you're like yeah i totally just like 100 percent of porsche challenge i want a fucking trophy made (laughs) and it's like what's wrong with you and you're like oh i don't know i got no time on my i got too much time on my hands i mean he he would do it for free it'd be it'd be on the (laughs) oh you'd hope so is that when you look at the plaque at the bottom and realize they spelt your name wrong yeah firefighter if you actually Speaking of that, we, we should get a trophy made for the team and it's whoever finishes Troll and I like last gets the trophy. <laughs> See, if if you send me if you send me a copy of that game, 
I will platinum. All right. Okay. I will finish. He will hold you to it. You have. I'll do it. Like I. Yeah. You you have to stream it though. You got. Only got PS4. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I don't think I want that thing to ever like grace my. Um. You know. Like. Media bar on my Switch. I don't want that thing on there. So. If I can get it on the the PS4 and then I can just delete it, that'd be ideal. But um. I mean, I'm gonna hold you to that. I did it with Extinction for you. Yeah, but that game was kind of good. It was kind of good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Solid fun. It's actually that that um that topic of extinction is a topic I want I want to bring up in another uh, podcast like later down the track. Right. Uh, just reviews like in retrospect that you kind of look back and go, oh yeah, maybe I was a bit generous there, or maybe I was a bit harsh. Yeah, right. I reckon I'm. I I, I can maybe I was a little bit generous with extinction. What What did you give it? Seven. I was going to say, I thought you gave it a seven. Yeah, that's a bit much. I know what game I was a bit but generous I, with. I, like, uh, oh, no, don't you? I, I know what, what you're going to say. Starts with A. No. No, oh. I feel like I was fair with that one. Anthem. Yeah, right. Uh, don't know. I can't remember. I don't think I've ever like felt that I've gone too harsh or not harsh enough yet, but I tend to just review in a range between seven and eight because i haven't really played too many things that i've hated except for maybe um metal gear survive which we spoke of last week <laughs> which did you still give that like a six no i don't think i gave it a six no i think we talked didn't we did we talk you down um I i'm actually gonna did. have a look now i got um, talked down with occupation yeah. as anyway well. we'll save that um topic for another time because that, that could be quite interesting Kieran, is there anything you've got off the top of your head? That I would go back to? Oh, no, no, that you look at or you think about when you're showering or right, you well, know, yeah, right me. before I'm you close your eyes to, to go to sleep. <laughs> you uh, go, oh, maybe I was I gave that too high or too low. Uh, or do you just think, 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 think that you're Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. I gave it a five, by the way, Zach. Metal Gear Survive. That's a bit high. Yeah, I feel like you were you you wanted to go for a six, and and we talked you down to a five. I think because you weren't you weren't over because like mechanically it wasn't horrendous because it was just MGS five, but it was just the rest of it was just utter ass. And I remember the moment I I put that review up because I said last week that I'd played like thirty six hours of it in like three days. I remember the moment that I finished it. I just deleted it and I just went to sleep. Like I left my TV on. Like I just laid down <laughs> and just like, fuck, this is finally over. Oh, dude. That's amazing. I don't want to ever have to like feed my character ever again and like have to like fucking make sure the water's not dirty and shit. Like, oh, good Lord. All right. <clears throat> we'll move on. But yeah, that's a, a topic for another time because I reckon Kieran's got one or two he's thinking of. He's sitting on I'm there. thinking now too. Um... All right, well, we'll move on to the next sort of topic uh, and what I've been playing because I'll give you a quick little rundown of the game I've been playing, which is The Sinking City. Sorry? Nothing. I totally didn't say no one asked. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought you said my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, did he say that? He wouldn't have said that. Um, no, yeah, so I've been playing The Sinking City, which we've spoken about before on here. Um I got access to the first two missions of the game, of the game of the campaign, and I'm quite enjo- enjoying it. It's uh, if you don't know what the Sinking City is, it's basically, in simple terms, it's Sherlock. It's, it's the Sherlock Holmes games in a Lovecraft universe. 
Um, right. So it's got all the it's got the same sort of uh, mechanics in terms of the investigations, where you got to go, you know, uh, search rooms and areas for clues, and then make uh, your assumptions there. Um, and there's heap, there's a uh, the game will throw you choices that you have to make. Um, yeah, and I'm yet to see how that affects the outcome because obviously I haven't finished it because being only the the first two episodes, I mean, um, cases, sorry. Um, yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a little bit rough is probably not the right word, but it's it's very double A. It's made by Frogwares, who actually did the Sherlock Holmes games. It's... But uh, the atmosphere is, is is very cool, and that's sort of what I guess this game or a game like this uh, sells itself on. Uh, the mechanics for like the shooting and stuff are, are very uh, basic. They're not like you know you wouldn't look at this and go, "This is a third person shooter." Like shooting is a makes up a, a fair chunk of it at times, and yeah, the, the, the shooting mechanics aren't great. But but it's it's all the other stuff that so that that um that makes it kind of cool, which is yeah like the atmosphere. It's 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 very bleak and and grim. Um, so it's based in a city called Oakmont, which is half covered in half flooded by water, and the other half is not uh, because of a, a devastating flood that came through it. And with the with the flood uh, came like these sea creatures and. Uh, a lot of the uh, folk in the in the city are suffering from you know hysteria and visions and nightmares and, and stuff like that. So it's very very much inspired by Lovecraft, and I'm keen to sort of play more of it when I get the review code. Nice, which may or may not be now. Um, yeah, I don't know if I think Kieran might be sort of semi keen on it. I'm not sure if anybody else. It looks cool. I'm 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 in it. I'm in it for the atmosphere, like you said. That's yeah. like kind of what it looks like it's going to provide. Oh. Yeah, and the the other cool thing is the the missions don't feel uh, drawn out, even though they're sort of long. They're kind of they're kind of engaging. Like they they it doesn't feel like it's a filler or you know like you're kind of going here just to prolong. Um, like the gameplay time is there like which is good is there like lots of side stuff or is it just like case to case kind of thing like you just so there's no you don't have to do it in any particular order right. uh, sorry Hannah sorry I worded that incorrectly so you get so you get given a, a main mission or a main case and you can go off and do side quests and stuff through that so you don't have to do side quests in a particular order gotcha. or but in order to, to progress the main mission, um, yeah, you, you, you just have to keep doing that part. But yeah, there's no... The good thing that I didn't I didn't touch on in the preview because I'll probably touch on this in the review, uh, but there's no like level cap. Like, you don't have to be... Because it's sort of got like light RPG elements too. You know, you've got skill upgrades and, mm. and all that. But there's no like level uh, requirement for missions, which is one thing that I dislike about games like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, where you kind of feel like you have to go off and do a bunch of other shit that you don't want to do because you just want to do the story. Like, you know, with here, if you want to do the golden path of just going and doing all the story and worry about the side missions later, you can do that. And it doesn't sort of 
yeah, there's no uh, penalty for not doing the side missions, nice. uh, at least from from uh, what what I can see so far. But there's quite a few, and they're all relatively interesting. I guess the only downside would be that I guess yeah, like the the investigation mechanics do sort of become a little bit, or I I, or I can see them becoming a little bit repetitive because it's mm. you know, but that but that's like in any other game, you know, all the the like the the main mechanics always sort of end up being repetitive. It's just whether how in, engaging in that they are. Yeah. But so far, so good. Nice. So, not not to roast you because you know I love you deep down, but is this is this very much like a U game, like a B tier ish sort of thing? Like, is it like a six or seven sort of game, or is it a bit better than that? Um, in your opinion, well, I haven't played enough of it to it answer number. that yeah. fully. Yeah. But I, I think it's going to be a mixture of both. Right. I think it's going to be more. I think it'll be... I was responding to somebody on Reddit uh, yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. Um, today is Tuesday the 18th for, for those listening. So when we refer to yesterday and tomorrow and whatnot. Um, yeah, and they asked me, uh, do I think it'll be reviewed better than uh, Call of Cthulhu? And I said, I think this game will be reviewed more favorably than, yeah, than that based on what I've played. Right. And because a lot of the other previews seem to be quite positive as well. But, you know, again, that's the sort of preview culture, I guess. You, you, you don't sort of roast yeah. a game yeah, in a exactly. preview too, too hard. But, I mean, but there was nothing overly uh, concerning that I saw. Yeah. Maybe a couple of, like, you know, the re- reused assets and stuff, there, yeah, which I'll touch on more, I guess, in the review. But, yeah, uh, little stuff like that. But I think... As like as what Kieran said, a lot of people will play this for the atmosphere and and that, and it's it's not going to be everyone's not going to like it like um, everything else. So, but yeah, I guess time time will tell whether it's another classic Zach yeah flop or <laughs> something good. Based on what you Great. played so or far, or if it's a plague tale, will you rate it based on what you played so far? Do you reckon you'll rate it higher than a plague tale or lower? Ooh. Two different games. A Plague Tale was much a much tighter experience. So this is open world. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah, two different games. I think based on what I've played, I would say it's going to be higher than Call of Cthulhu, which I gave seven point five. Well, given that it's open world, is there any sort of like urgency to the plot, or is it like? You know, the whole design of the plot is to go at your own pace. Because a lot of open world games, they really struggle with having this plot that sounds like you need to do it urgently, but you can get to it a thousand hours later. Uh, just remember that I've only played the first two missions. Um, Not good enough. So, yeah. Uh, it's So far, it seems like it's going to be a bit of a slow burn. But that, yeah. So the story's not a not a so like with a plague tale for example even though that was kind of slow it was it was it was paced like fast if that sort of makes sense yeah yeah so yeah like he sort of kept going through because it was linear um, whereas this is obviously not linear uh, the story feels like it's much more of a slow burn but it feels a lot more uh, what's I'm trying to trying to think of the, of the right word yeah like you sort of do it at your own pace so if you want to burn through the the story i guess you can but that extra 
travel time and stuff, I guess will, uh, you know, add extra time to that, if that makes sense. Whereas in the linear sort of game, like a Plague Tale, you don't have to, you know, fast travel here or yeah, boat yeah. across, you know, you sort of just keep, keep, keep going. Anyway, we'll move on because we'll touch more on the Singing City next week, I think, when the Plague Tale... Oh, I've got the Plague Tale. When the embargo... Um, <laughs> wow, the Plague Tale embargo isn't, out, isn't up yet? How good was the Plague Tale, though, honestly? So good. Like, I've I've only just, like, touched, like, you know, started it per se, but, like... That's the, I guess you got it. That's the sort of game that, like, you immediately look at and kind of write off. Like, you just look at the name and you're like, ooh, like, you know... You look at it's just it Zach just comes from a pl- yeah like, exactly. Oh. You should see you should you should see my face. Right you now. see you see Zach's eyes dart toward it, and you're like, oh, you see like the nine like quickly be- <laughs> quickly become like turn upside down and become a six, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> <It's> disastrous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like I'm keen to actually you know, continue on with it and give it a crack because that was something that really surprised me because Zach was hyping it up, and I was like, oh yep, six, seven, you know, and it came out as a nine. And I'm like, and it, and it was you know, everyone was up on. The Playtale, so... Look, I'll give well. Zach one thing. He usually gets one or two games a year. Yeah. Uh, and I've had two so far, I think. What was the other one? Resident Evil 2. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't was a That wasn't looking like a seven. No, true. Yeah. Uh, what would be... Yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that another time. But, yeah, with the the sinking... Oh, God, I nearly said the sinking Playtale then. My mind's a control. <laughs> when I said the sinking... I mean, when I'm... If you, in regards to the Sinking City, if you've ever played and enjoyed the Sherlock Holmes games, I think you'll you'll like this. Right. Which I don't think any of you have played. No, nope. have you? I no. played the most recent one. I have, yeah. The Devil's Daughter is pretty Daughter, cool. Yeah. So it's it's like that, but bigger. Yeah. If that makes I'm sense. I'm not gonna lie. I've always been shit. interested in them. I just forgot Same they existed. Here. Also, the they're same. cool games, but they yeah, like they're B grade, not in a mean way. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Kieran, do you want to talk about Crash Team Racing? I can talk a little bit about Crash Team Racing. I won't say too much because, like I said, I, I at this point in time, on Tuesday the 18th, I haven't written my review yet. But by, this time, by the time this podcast comes out, I will have, and it will be up on the website for everyone to read. Um, but so far, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I will say that it's not as good as Team Sonic Racing. Whoa. Hot take. Uh, Would there be a bit uh, of bias there, for, for mm, chance? No, no, maybe a little <laughs> bit. Uh, no, it's it's not not quite as good as Team Sonic Racing or, for example, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, but a lot of that comes down to the fact that it is a remake of a PS1 racing game. So a lot of the yeah. tracks are a little bit more basic, even though they're fun. Um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those games that's gonna work really well for like casual players and like party situations and stuff. Because do we, we want a hot take right now? Oh yeah. Do it. All right. CTR is better than Mario Kart 64 ever was. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. Far more... Mario Kart 64 is like the hardest one to go back to other than Super Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I I still like it, but I find it the most overrated. I feel like the people that say it's the best one are just looking through nostalgia. No, it's 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 either 8 or Double Dash for me. Yeah, okay. 8, yeah, eight, owns. eight is really good. But yeah, no, I'm with you, Jordan. I'm with you, Jordan, because like... At, at the time, uh, Crash Team Racing was definitely the more technical of the two as well. Oh well, yeah, even then, and if, even if you look at some of the design of the game, there were things that Crash Team Racing did back then that took years for like Mario Kart to do. 
and things it's still not doing like you yeah know, an adventure mode and and stuff yeah. so yeah yeah i'm having a lot of fun with it i haven't got a chance to try it any of the nitro uh what's the ps2 nitro one called? cart nitro cart tracks yeah. yet but did I'm people not like nitro cart go. back in the day i i feel like i did because i feel like a lot of people now are talking about ctr and being like nitro cart was trash but I'm like, was it? Did, was that the consensus back then? Because I feel like people, you know, played Nitro Card and had no real issue with it. Maybe I mean, it was that was the same generation as Double Dash, so it had competition. Yeah, yeah, true. But um, yeah, that's yeah. I won't I won't say too much more about it because I will save that for the review. But it is a beautiful, beautiful game, and Sweet. it's super fun. On the scale of Super Kids Racing to Force <laughs> Challenge, <laughs> 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 wow. that review that, oh, still I... cracks me up okay so there's a review i'd go back to and score negatives if i could <laughs> i still love that point i could have used my 10 bucks on a pizza <laughs> yeah that's one of the funniest reviews i think i've ever read that, that was a very good the best thing... so for, for context kieran reviewed a game called super kids uh, racing on on the ps4 and we scored it a one it is say, officially yeah. the website's lowest uh rated i game. bought it with my own money because I well. knew it would be bad and that I could trash it in a review. And I think the best part was all the people commenting on the review <laughs> saying that I was a terrible journalist or a terrible reviewer because half the points I was making up were just completely sarcastic. But that's the whole point of the review. And it flew over a lot of people's heads. I love the final thoughts. Why the fuck is this game even allowed to be sold on the PSN store? <laughs> the only reason I didn't give this game a zero was because the website won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've been you've been the uh, the the cart racer reviewer of the month. It seems like two, it, right? Yeah, you should, you should like go. You should like races. do like posthumous reviews of kart races. Like, um, do you ever play the the Nicktoons racing game on PlayStation One? Yes. Oh, dude, that game was. Not I played that the Nick. I played the Nickelodeon kart races, like the new one on the PS4. That was horrible. I was gonna say I, I haven't heard any good things about those. So terrible, terrible, terrible. Game. You, you know what was a bit of an unsung hero for kart races? Diddy Kong Racing. Oh yeah, yes. well, that's that's yeah. Great. I feel like there was the a, a Disney one as well, like with Chip and Dale in it. Oh fuck, I can't. I remember. think there might have been, and that one was alright as well. The fuck Tailspin, it wasn't Tailspin. Fuck you. Not fuck Tailspin. <laughs> Tailspin's good, but like it wasn't fucking Tailspin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I'll take back. Okay, that okay. Yeah, and exactly. you guys have heard it now. Uh, Zach and uh, Dylan have officially broken up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i had i didn't do any swearies on my first first podcast appearance so i thought i'd whip out a couple today <laughs> wow all right let's oh, unless you got some more no, on good. crash team racing yep. uh, actually let's quick it, question let's leave it at that quick question okay, yeah i did notice in my preview for it that on mm. the pro it was running at 60 frames a second is that still the case i have no idea i can't tell the difference <laughs> i think i think it's running <laughs> is this ctr sorry yeah yes yeah. oh Nah, I think at 4K for it doesn't run Sonic. at 60, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, most games don't run at 60 on 4K with the yeah. best of computers. That's what I mean. Like, because I'm playing it on my 4K TV. I d- I'll have to have a look. It runs well. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it ran well in the preview build, and that's yeah. saying something because most preview builds don't run that well. You know, I'll force it down to 1080 and I'll see if it makes a difference. Force Unless it it's down. the sinking city. <laughs> we love you, Frogwares. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next, to our, I guess, a couple of our main topics. E3 was a week ago. Mm. We'll do a little bit of uh, post 
E3 discussion. Let's go over some things we liked, things we didn't. We'll start with the things we liked. I guess we can take in turns and go around the go around the round table. Dylan, you can start. What was one of your favourite, or yeah, like what was one of your favourite things that you saw at E3? Yeah, so you want to go like one thing at a time and just go around and around? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. sweet. We can um, let's have a look. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake and Final Fantasy VIII for me, first up. So that's two. Oh boy. Well, well, the Final Fantasies in general, they're all here. <laughs> they're finally all so here. even the mobile ones? Uh, no, Brave Exvius can eat, eat a dick. Um, go all of the bravest. Uh, and that one, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake looked hot and Final Fantasy VIII, um, you know, all the, other, the all the other Final Fantasies are, um, you know, being brought out onto modern day consoles because what, 7's out, 9's out, ten. 12s out as well um they brought out out a couple of the spin-offs like the chocobo mystery dungeon i think crystal chronicles is coming out as well which is mm. also on the way out but um to see eight which is one of the ones i haven't played yet out of the um original playstation ones having played seven and nine um you know i really want to get my hands on that one but yeah that's my first up uh square rocking up with plenty of final fantasy big highlight for me cool all right so that concludes our e3 discussion <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone i, I, I want to highlight something so kieran said that final fantasy 8 is the best one i'm mm-hmm. sorry kieran but you're wrong it's 13 and 13 too they're the he best said ones. this last week yeah, yeah and and i'm going to bring still this wrong. back because it's still the best one. is there an echo in here yeah i know it's just like a one week echo every every week there's an echo in the podcast at this t- at the, in this chat at this time of day saying 13, 13, 2, and then it just vanishes for another week. I, I want to take a guess. <laughs> I want to take a guess at what Zach's highlights would be. Resident Evil Hang 5 on. and you know 6 on should... the Switch. Oh, <laughs> you, you know what we should... Uh, what Jordan should use as a soundbite there, uh, Dylan? What? Which no one else will get, but I'm hoping you get it. Okay, you... Uh, the Anthony Hudson soundbite of when Lance Franklin kicked 13 goals. 13! That one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. Hot. Yeah, no, anyway. I'm down for that. Please do Thanks, it. Mate. All right. Is that a hockey thing? No. Oh, good no. lord. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's water Pray for him. Speaking of that, we can actually talk a bit of no. ice hockey if you want. No. Please don't. No. Who's Ken? No. no. Oh, okay, okay, okay cool. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, I just thought we might have all shared you know, the same interests. Um, Jordan, well, what was one of your things that you liked? Uh, there are a few things. Uh, I think my personal highlight would have to be Doom Eternal. That game just looks yeah. so tight and so mint. And I love me some more Doom. Everything about that it. was November looked... 22, yeah? What, what was that? That was uh, That's coming in Nove- November 22, I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I am really keen for that. Also because, you know, Doom is like one of the on the technical side like it's one of the best performing games ever um and yeah it just everything about it looks awesome all the art you know the changes they're doing to the the gameplay all the verticality it looks like they're improving on just about all the faults of the the first of the reboot which is awesome so i can't wait here's a little question for you sort of off topic but on topic if you could pick the next a different studio to develop another Doom game, so not id. Who would you pick? Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, Nintendo. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'll probably go Digital Extremes, the guys who did uh, who do Warframe, because they worked okay. on uh, the Unreal uh, tournament games with Epic. 
And so they kind of understand... Oh, the one that got cancelled? No, or the older ones as well. Um, How good was the old one? <laughs> but yeah, so they kind of understand the fluidity or, and movement that is required for that type of gameplay. So I think out of... It'd probably be... Those will be uh, one of the best guys to do a Doom game that isn't id. I thought you were going to say Respawn. No... Titanfall maneuverability is very different to Doom maneuverability. Plus, you know, they're busy working on that really average-looking Star Wars game. Ooh. That's not one of actually, your highlights, is it? Some interesting... Actually, we'll, we'll bring that up in the news. Uh, Kieran, what did you like? Well, apart from Final Fantasy VIII, because Dylan stole, stole your thunder. I don't care if Dylan stole my thunder. Final Fantasy VIII! Yeah, go again, please. <laughs> Shut up. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, definitely that. And the 7 remake looks awesome. Looks better than I was expecting. Um, but I really, really like what I saw of Luigi's Mansion 3 as well. Yeah. So, hey, so Nintendo. I, I'm the only one who stuck to one thing. Dylan chose two things and you chosen three things. <laughs> well, to be fair, I guess Kieran just sort of repeated Dylan. Yeah. That kind so of so shut the fuck up, Jordan. So, 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 so Dylan is his <laughs> highlight as well as Luigi's Mansion yes. 3. Dylan is my highlight. <laughs> You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. Yeah, anyway. All right, I'm going to stop there then. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> no, no, go on. No. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, just, I was actually just going to say I think Nintendo really brought it with yeah, actually did. showing off their games for one. Uh, but I'll get to that in my dislikes maybe, but yeah. Cool. You so, sorry, I was I was kind of off in uh, Dreamland there. Um, for me, oh, it's got to be yeah, Resident Evil Five and Six on Switch. <laughs> yes, oh, I knew it. No. I knew it. The best Resident <laughs> Evil game. No, 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 no. no I oh, that's your one thing, mate. Dogs... You can't have two. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got uh, Watch, Dogs, Watch Dogs Legend for me. Yeah, that looked really mint. What, it does. I got good. my post Brexit jorts real tight. So I'm keen for that. Keen to play as an old granny or an old dilf. What, kind of, what kind of team are you going to build? I don't know, actually. Maybe like a hooligans because I'll be in England. Maybe I'll make me and Dylan. I'll, I'll make the well played team. So we'll kind of just be like a bit of everything. A well, bit you, of everything who achieves them. nothing. You'll have to find us in the world. <laughs> I will. Dylan will be... At uni. Uh, as you know, never mind. I was going to say, yeah, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, could feel, I could feel the negative energy. <laughs> you, you'll find Dylan cool. and uh, Kieran having a circle jerk over Final Fantasy VIII in a corner. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Well, if, hang on. If the year is... What year is Watchdog set? Oh, do they say? I don't I'm, know. Or, they, or, they, or do they just say the, a, a post-Brexit future? Post-Brexit. You would think that, do you reckon by that year, whatever that post-Brexit year is, Final Fantasy Remake will be fully out? No. no. Nah. Maybe that's like the end game. So when you yeah. finish the game, you get you get like a trailer. I think if you assemble a team of uh, like game developers, you just spend like eight years in game just finishing <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. They could make a new trailer. Well. All right, Dylan's had his second one. So, Jordan, what's your second one? What was my Zelda. second one? Uh, you, you had Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, you had Final oh, Fantasy VIII yeah, Final fair. Fantasy VII All Remake. Right, take it. Um, take it. Ooh, that's a tough one. Because oh, there are two that I want to do, but I'm not going to you know, break the rules because I'm not an anarchist. You can like break that. the rules. Oh, okay. Well, then both the Zelda yep. announcements. 
So Link's Awakening mm. and the Breath of the Wild sequel being in development. As a big Zelda fan, it makes me very happy. I saw um, yep. a video of... Uh, someone was filming like the live reaction of the Zelda thing. I think it might have been like an IGN bar or something at E3. Oh, and when and when that sort of thing came on no, the screen, no, being... that 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 wasn't real. That's uh, that's a video meme. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, oh that's well, awkward. you got caught out. <laughs> oh no! I just saw it on Twitter, man. I just saw it on Twitter. That's that one where like they they like photoshopped like the DVD logo going into the corner of the yes, screen. Yes, yes, it's that <laughs> exact <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I just it was just I was scrolling through my feed and I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I watched it and I was like, okay, sweet. It, it looked. <laughs> I was like, that's nice. You look tired. Turns out that it's fake. Well. Sorry, mate. A for effort. That's okay. A for effort. You like that? That's what that, that's <laughs> what you get when you rely on Twitter. Uh. Right, so, Kieran, well, what's your next? Well, back to me. Um, it's t- you know what? You can go. I'll Finally. You, go. you fucking skipped me last time. Um, all right, so... Uh, another highlight, um, Banjo, Banjo Kazooie and Smash. Is there anything that's not the Nintendo or like Final Would you Smash Banjo Kazooie? Was there anything else at E3? Uh, yeah, I mean E3 Sorry. was pretty barren. Let's be real. I got plenty of uh, negatives to talk about later. But um, uh, no offense to Locky Robbo and the Dragon Quest uh, Illuminati group, but um, the hero's fine. That's cool. I appreciate that. I respect what Dragon Quest is. But having Banjo in Smash probably going to bring me back to it because to be honest since i reviewed it i haven't really gone back joker didn't bring me back although it was an interesting reveal but banjo's you know the character that's actually going to bring me back to smash and that kind of you know that the fact that that relationship between microsoft and nintendo is now a thing um it opens the door up for you know future banjo kazooie games maybe not get future like new games anytime soon but you know maybe a port of kazooie and tui to the switch but that was probably one of the only moments at E3 where I actually got excited. So, I was, yeah, was, was kind of surprised to not see an announcement for the Rare Replay on Switch. Yeah, you would have thought that would have been a good idea maybe to add in with this, but for some reason they were just like, yeah, you can just have Banjo, just chill the fuck out for now. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's another highlight for me. Nice. So Kieran, uh, what's your other highlight? I'd... Sorry, did you guys ask me what my highlight was when I left? Yes. Oh, I did uh, it because I saw that you said that you were leaving, so... I'm just being uh, considerate. Cute. Bernie was making weird noises. Ooh. Everything's good. Can all you good. put Bernie on the mic? No. Oh. What, what, what if I put, what if <laughs> I put Kermie on the mic? So what's your other... What's the, what else did you enjoy, Kieran? What else did I enjoy? Uh, well, it wasn't technically part of like any of the conferences or anything but i am really enjoying all the coverage of psychonauts 2 uh tim shapers showed off like some extended looks at the gameplay that they showed at the microsoft conference but um and there's been like yeah a few previews and eyes on previews from places like ign and stuff and very 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 keen they haven't given is it a 2019 game yeah it is isn't it i think yeah, it i think it's that, yeah. yeah it still is but um, cool. Yeah. Do you think it'll come to Games Pass? It's a pretty good chance now that they're uh, day one. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, um, I meant day like one, a launch like day thing. Half. 
I reckon yeah. I reckon it could. Um, I think that out of all of them, the Xbox is probably going to be its smallest audience anyway. Uh, so, I yeah, I can see that happen. Did you see that Dead Stage Drive will be on Games Pass day one? I did. It's very cool. Yeah. Very Shout exciting. out to Mike Blackney. Shout out to Mike Blackley, Dead Stage Drive, and Kurt Russell. Um, I can definitely hear you. <laughs> yeah, you can hear Bernie. Hi, Bernie. He's in the podcast now. I think the other game that took me by surprise was Blair Witch. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely right up my alley. The only concerning thing is it's by Bloober team who made Layers of Fear, which sucks. So, hey, they make the sequel uh, as well. Hey, hey I've heard at least Layers of Fear 2 is excellent. Isn't that right, Kieran? Oh, no, Layers of Fear 2 is trash. Yeah, I heard that's even worse than the other one. I like the first one. No, no, no. I can defend the first one. I can't defend the second one. I smashed that DLC. I think I gave it a three. <laughs> that sucked. <sighs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, Blair Witch looks heaps cool. Um, it looks very much like an Outlasty Blair Witch game, mm. which I do like the Outlast. Which I haven't actually played number two. Has anyone played number two? I've, nope. I own it. I think I played the demo and then I was like, oh yeah, it's Outlast. And then I didn't Well, wow. the full game. Yeah, Outlast Rude. scare factor kind of just dies for me really quickly so i get bored see the one thing i like about outlast is we were kind of talked about this in one of the previous ones actually it might have even been when we talked about Blair Witch last time but ga- but those type of games where they're not long they're just they're yeah. short mm. yeah so not drawn out so that's why soma was quite good yeah as we i think i said those exact Soma's words excellent um i installed yeah, soma so yesterday do it awesome. play it yeah. so I'm hoping that Blair Witch is no more than six hours at most. Yeah, let's hope it's yeah. not For a game like, like that. Uh, Five Alien is like the sweet spot. Let's hope it's not like Alien yeah. Isolation where it outstays its welcome halfway through. Uh. And that's the yeah, that, that's the annoying thing is when it tries to just like it doesn't have to be long to be good. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <Well. laughs> I, I thought that would have landed this, better. Is Sorry. that going to be the intro? <laughs> yeah, no, the like. Podcast? <laughs> I got it, but uh, but not until like a few seconds after. <laughs> That's just keep adding yeah, fuel to the fire, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Dylan, back on to you. Big uh, well, I've only got one left on here, which is a bad sign. Um, but I I, so I, I just wrote, I didn't even do a list. I wrote Wolfenstein, and I know that oh, wasn't cool, yeah, shown yeah. much, but um, it looks fun. The, the trailer they dropped for Young Blood like a month or two ago was like real hype and like Wolf- Wolfenstein's most def- like definitely one of my favourite um, series that it's been out you know this console gen so I've played all three that have come out so far and uh, keen to give that a go Cyberpilot I don't know if they've actually shown anything of that but um, I'll give that a whirl oh, on Cyberpunk? VR at- no Cyberpilot no Cyberpilot the VR Wolfenstein one. Oh, VR. Cyberpilot, sorry. Yeah. sorry I want to give that a whirl as well but I don't know if they've showed much on that but Anything in the Wolfenstein universe, I'll give a crack. So can't wait for that to come out. I think that's out, what, July? I think. Yeah, they're both yeah. out the same day. July, July 26th. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Keep for that. Just to, I know this is probably a little bit late, but just to preface, it doesn't have to be shown at, at the conference. It can be like an E3 trailer by Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was at Bethesda's conference, but they kind of just like glossed over it. Uh, George? Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Jordan? Uh, Wolfenstein would be up there, but I probably wouldn't put it as my third highlight. 
Uh, oh, definitely not Fallout seventy six. Um, yeah, probably Ghostwire Tokyo. Damn, you stole mine. <laughs> yeah, that game looks Good awesome. Stuff. That and Ikumi Nakamura is just she, she's awesome. But yeah, that, that absolute E three highlight. Yeah, that for moment. sure. Um, but yeah, the game looks super interesting. I know that we didn't really see anything outside of a cinematic trailer, but. Just the, the premise of it just looks really intriguing and I can't wait to actually see more of it. Hopefully it's not like a Kojima game where they build the trailer first and announce it and then start development on it. It's like, you know, yeah. they, they actually they have already been working on it and they just felt ready to announce it now. But, you know, only time will tell. Speaking of 76, I really wish that that game could come back and at least be something semi-decent, but uh, okay. it, it just it just faces such an uphill battle. Like, I just wish those sort of games that come out that badly could at least get to a stage where they actually work. See, but... early in the generation for all these games as a service thing, I'd say sure, but now that we're this late into it and yeah. everyone knows the mistakes to not make and they're still doing it, that's when the game should just die. Yeah, I mean, more for them for releasing it in the state it was in in the first place, but fair enough. The other thing, well, I guess there's probably a couple of things that I liked. I like seeing my boys, Sniper Ghost Warrior, in action. The beautiful 36-second trailer. Very, very excited. Yeah. There was actually gameplay by IGN and PC Gamer and uh, some other YouTuber which I didn't watch. Actually, I did start to watch it, but it was way too dark. Like, the footage was super dark. Uh, the other thing was I liked getting a little lease window for <laughs> Greedfall. Although the gameplay footage that I saw looks... Average. Interesting. <laughs> it, it, it looks kind of cool. It looks better than There's most some cool stuff in games. there. It definitely looks better than the Technomancer. And Is that hard, though? Uh... Well, the ga- I guess from a combat and gameplay view, no. But in terms of like the world and other sort of features it, it's got, yeah, I mean, like both those games had, well, maybe not Bound by Flame, but Technomancer had a pretty cool world and story. So they're probably the other two that got me going. <clears throat> I was keen to see. I don't think there's really anything else. Does anybody else have anything else that knocked them, knocked them away? How about Cyberpunk? Are we are we all keen for Cyberpunk? And keen Keanu. for Cyberpunk. Uh, I'm. I want to be keen. Everything I <laughs> everything I see about it just doesn't get me that keen. I got to be honest. Actually, I've seen some gameplay and it just it doesn't look that great. Yeah. If you get a spare half an hour, there's a very cool. Oh, not cool. It's a very interesting interview that Jason Schreier does for Kotaku with. Um, the one of the CEOs, Marchin, somebody, Boo. and he, uh, I don't remember. Marchin Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what his last name is, but yeah, he he asked him about like the crunch and all that sort of stuff, and what would he do if they wanted to come, if his workers wanted to come to him and like unionize and stuff like that. It, it's yeah, it's also it's pretty, in, and and they talk about uh, that that screenshot and that artwork and. Yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's like twenty six minutes long, um, but no, it's definitely worth a listen. Out. And it's his responses, while not um, completely, you know, doesn't fully answer them all the time. 
they're like they're quite good answers. He when he when they ask about what would happen if they unionize, he just says that um, you know we were bound we're a Polish company bound by Polish law, and if that came into effect as part of the law, then we would you know adhere to it. Um, and yeah, and he just talks about wanting people to feel like they're taken care of and stuff. And yeah, like it was it was good to hear. And I think it was funny because right at the end of the interview, because he asked him quite a few uh, tough questions. He just says, you know, it, it's good that you're talking about it, but whereas guys like Andrew Wilson and Bobby... Kodak. Bobby Kodak. Kodak. Cockstick. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they won't um, talk about it. You know, they just... Yeah, so... No, it's cool. Check it out. Uh, all right, we'll jump on to some dislikes. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I go Jordan. 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 <laughs> Jordan. Uh, all right, so this is both a like and a dislike at the same time, and it was Halo Infinite. It was so nice right. to see Halo there, and it's so nice to see they're going back into the, you know, an art style that pays more respect to Bungie's work with Halo. But at the same time, they've been working on the game for so damn long. How can they show us so little of it? It's just ah, it yeah. frustrated me. Did they even show any gameplay? Was I it mean, not just like a cinematic trailer? Or well, it I was. It was technically the first cutscene for the game. It's the opening cutscene. Right. Okay. Um, and it was cool to see it all, ren- do, uh, all rendered in-game instead of yeah. that uh, pre-rendered garbage that they do for Halo 4 and 5. Get that shit out of there. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm hoping we see more in the next few months. I doubt we will. But yeah, given that they've been working on the game for so long, they really should have just shown more because all we really saw was Master Chief has a new suit somehow. I don't know how they're going to explain that. And he's floating in space. I don't know how they're going to explain that. <laughs> so, you know, they've got to come up with something miraculous. I, yeah, but just, just to ride on those coattails, I thought it was odd that they didn't show off any gameplay footage, especially with Sony sort of not being yeah. there. And this was, you know, their sort of moment to grab everything by it the was, balls. It and, was Microsoft's co- uh, conference to lose, and they still lost. I feel like Microsoft have been in this... In this situation before like a couple of times because i think they had there was a year where sony had a bit more of a lean showing and it was you know xbox's time to capitalize but they just never seem to be able to capitalize on the you know the opportunities they're given and this year was the same i yeah i i mean maybe i was i was over expecting but i really thought that this would be a good time to show off uh halo running like even just like even if it's like a yeah like i said on the microsoft thing like a vertical slice of yeah. Halo running on the on the Scarlet, just to get people, you know, excited about something, yeah. maybe rather than just a, Ma- another cinematic trailer. Maybe they're kind of scared to go first, like last time. <laughs> but see, this is the thing though: is Sony went first with all the information about loading yeah. speeds. Yeah, and, true, true. And, yeah, and we'll, we'll, faster performance and all that we'll, sort of stuff. We'll and then about, they sort of come out and just said the same thing. So it was let, like, let's briefly talk about how deceptive and tricky the uh, the Microsoft marketing team are. Say that the Xbox will do 120 FPS and uh, 8K. That's not saying much. All it really is is then just upgrading the HDMI out on the console. Yeah, just to That's say it. that it's like it's possible for it to output that image. Yeah, but the way the way they worded it. it made it seem like games will run at that. I highly doubt any games will run at 120 frames a second on a console. The amount of power that you need to input and then space pinball. <laughs> the amount of yeah, power that you like, need literally to... like some 8-bit platformer <laughs> oh man so imagine the, the 
uh, screen tearing issues with that. Um, 8K, yeah. But, yeah, the, the amount of power that you need to input for that and the amount of heat that you need to dissipate is just it's way too much for, you know, a regular so size That's called console. the Scarlet. It just glows red while you're playing it. <laughs> <laughs> you can only run it for four hours at a time, otherwise it just melts. While we're on this topic of... We'll quickly talk about this, but have you have you guys heard the news about the other Xbox console and the PS5 rumors versus Scarlet? <clears throat> no. Uh, explain. I couldn't really find any sort of solid links. I found like a, a few things on Reset Era and Reddit and stuff like that. But so the, the first one is there's rumors that Lockhart was cancelled, like the project Lockhart itself was cancelled. Now, I, I don't know how if that's true or where these rumors are, are based from, but yeah, there was a, a video that was linked and I went, I actually tried to find it today to put it in the thing in the podcast chat uh, doc thing. And it was apparently Digital Foundry. Uh, yeah, they said it was cancelled or, or something. But yeah, like I haven't found anything sort of concrete on that, um, which would be interesting if that was the case. Because I I, I I thought that we would hear about both of them at X, uh, E3. I feel like it's smart for them to just run with one thing. Do you reckon they would lose if they went there sort of banking on that cheaper one? To make uh, a bit more money, though, well, not like a bit, bit more money, but to sort of increase sales by by having two two SKUs. I think the advantage that they have this gen, the same as Sony, is that they can just keep selling the Xbox One because it's yeah. it's not it's not like a a reset of a generation this time. It's just a, a crossing over, mm. and um, I think it would be smart for either of those companies to just brand their games as like Xbox or PlayStation and just run both alongside each other agreed good point good point uh the other thing that i read and i actually forgot this until we were talking about it just 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 then but apparently multiple developers have said that based on dev kits the ps5 is much or is sorry is, is more powerful than i was just about Scarlet. to mention that yeah 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 and i'd okay. heard about that and i thought that was that was interesting because i felt felt like this gen xbox would have tried to have been the more powerful console so, they were. Well, they, or they kind of. Well, they became that. They X. became that at the end. Uh, but I'm I saying, think, like, I think it would have been a very hard thing for Microsoft to do because I'm fairly certain that Sony were with, uh, like, working with A and D for the Navi architecture, so right. they would have had uh, all their extra benefits for that for their own platform. I feel like ha- having the more powerful system though, straight up, is like a bit an immediate like percent like positive in your corner. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you've got two people picking, you, they want the stronger let me, one. Let me ask you this then. Do you think that the One X's recharged Xboxes? I think they would have I think they would have been doing a lot worse without it. Yeah. 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 But they've done they, a lot of other things as well, like Game Pass and stuff like that. It's yeah, yeah like on on that side of stuff they're killing it. Like they're killing Sony on They've more or less been killing it as a, a service platform since they announced uh play anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. But they've had to right, be Let's doing move that. on with the more E3 stuff because we can go on. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so, Kieran, do you want to go, what's, what, what was something that you disliked about E3? I only have one real gripe with E3, and I'm sure it's the same one everyone shares, and it was the amount of fucking cinematic pre-rendered yeah. CG trailer bullshit that happened. Yeah. And, like, 
it's 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 kind of understandable because we're at the end of a generation and a lot of companies don't have a lot to show and they all they can really do to keep generating that hype is show things off that are probably way too early and show them off with cinematic trailers but still it was yeah see that's the thing i think for um if they really wanted to show stuff off they could have gotten a pc with you know approximately (laughs) the same power as the consoles are expected to have yeah and show footage of based off of that and then just say you know this is not final and this is based off of a pc build but but then you look at watchdogs and the witcher 3 yeah and what not to do oh yeah (laughs) there is that yeah but then when you look at games like gears of war that are releasing this year why did they wait till after their conference to show gameplay yeah see that's that's where it gets that's where it becomes a a real issue is like the games that they could have showed and they they did later on but didn't show during their conferences the the worst part about the gears of war one is like the cinematic trailer wasn't even like a fancy cinematic trailer it just looked like a picasso video just faces everywhere do you think that that's a sign of a slight lack of confidence in gears 5 no I uh, kind of like. I I'm think throw, I'm throwing the question. I think if they were to, I think they're trying to really sort of push, uh, the story and stuff with Gears Five and like the the thematics of it. So I think if they were to just show gameplay, everyone would write it off as like you know, oh, it's Gears. I know what that yeah. looks like. I, I, I kind of thing. I guarantee that's probably why they didn't really show gameplay because people kind of know what to expect with Gears. Yeah, you know, for better or for worse. And I don't think yeah. they're really going to change on that formula that much. Also, they paid big money for that Billie Eilish track, probably. <clears throat> wasn't a bad uh, rendition of that track either. Dylan, yeah, what was one of your dislikes? Um, I got a few. Um, my first one was so oh, was uh, yeah, I was pretty negative this E3, uh, probably because exams sapped all my love for life. But that makes um, sense. yeah, uh, Sony not being there was my major one, mainly because it kind of felt like. The E3 kind of felt empty to me, like something was missing. See, I would agree, I, but I, think maybe they I also were don't like spending 20 minutes for a needless musical performance. Yeah, I mean, last year's E3 for them, was that the Did one where they Ubisoft? went to like, all the different places? I don't yeah, remember, was, I didn't yeah, watch Ubisoft live, great, I skipped through it all. Uh, I feel like I was just we were kind of just missing some like real quality single player stuff that from Sony per se, that was a negative for me. I've got a few more that I'll discuss hopefully after. Give me another one. I'll give you one more. Uh, okay, sweet. Um, oh, there's two more, two good ones. Um, most of the games that they show have shown, sorry, are 2020 releases, which is also yeah. I deem to be somewhat of a negative. Yeah, 2020 I mean, most of them are winner. first quarters, first quarter or second yeah. sort of releases. But I mean, like um, I wrote a couple down. Cyberpunk, but obviously, why, 2020. Why is that negative? I mean, it's negative in the sense that a lot, all the stuff that they're showing isn't... Not, none of that stuff's coming out this year. So this the end of this year isn't jam-packed as people would have ideally wanted it to be. Yeah, it's almost going to be... really an issue it's for me. Next because, E3. Yeah. But, there, but there's already still quite a bit coming out this year. Oh, I mean, yeah, for sure. But I mean, like... I mean, nobody was expecting Cyberpunk, honestly. But, um, you know, other things that have been pushed... Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is a big one. you mentioned that. Because Jason Schreier, he he asked the guy. But just go back to that interview. He asked him that. He asked the guy that like that question. Yeah. Did you not? Did you make it April twenty twenty because you knew the human toll was going to be too hard, too high or whatever uh, for a, a twenty nineteen date? And he sort of yeah he didn't really. He laughed at the sort of the the question because uh, he goes that um 
from sources I've heard, you guys were looking at a, at a, at a 2019 date or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sorry. I just thought I'd... Nah, fair, but I mean, like, Cyberpunk's 2020, Final Fantasy VII Remake's 2020, which is fine. That was honestly a surprise in my book. Um, the Last of Us 2, you know, wasn't explicitly announced to be delayed, obviously, because it's a Sony thing, but that's going to be pushed the blind to, to 2020. Yep, um, same thing. Oh, Animal Ari Crossing, as I mentioned before. All right, let me ask you this then. Yep. Would you prefer that we get things like Deathloop and Ghostwire, Ghostwire Tokyo... Uh, all those games where you get a trailer, no date whatsoever, hmm. and you don't even know like what they're about. Or would you rather have dates for stuff so you know that this is when this is coming out? I'd rather things be shown closer to coming out than later. That's my answer. Mm. Okay, but it's it's still quite close though. Like, there's only one real major conference, and it's not even really a big conference. I and... think. I mean, I'm overall, I'm not particularly disappointed that stuff's been let like delayed to 2020 because i've got games th- from three years ago that i haven't touched yet so i'm not really fast how do you think that but feels? i mean like a, yeah a lot of people you know animal crossing was something that nintendo fans banked on for 2019 because it was announced for 2019 that's now been pushed to march you know that's a big deal for the switch owners because you know astral chain ain't really pulling my chain you know what i mean but <laughs> but they are but but they are getting links and yeah. yeah, you're getting Link's Awakening, but that's not a massive 3D Zelda either. Yeah, but you're also getting Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I I think that's a bit. I think that's a bit harsh, personally. Mate, I disagree. My good sir. Fair enough. I I, I, just, I, I yeah. get the dislike, um, but I can also get why you would disagree. It's kind of one of those things where it's more or less a personal preference kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking from the perspective of you know, like the end of this year, yeah. as opposed to yeah, that it's a bit disappointing on that on that front. But well, I still think there's yeah, there's quite a a bit coming out. This I year. I think the reality is that the last few years we've been spoiled, and all this we're still being spoiled. It's just it's going to come at the start of next year as opposed to the end of this year, if that makes sense. Mm. Can I also add okay. Avengers was shit. That's what I yeah. wanted to end with. <laughs> Thank you. What was Bye. the highlight of that of that segment? The end. <laughs> Starts with Scott. Anus. Hey, my boy. Got to sneak him in somehow. <laughs> did we figure out who that is so I know who to block on social media? Scott Amos. Didn't we figure oh, out yeah, who that's that's the guy from Marvel? Uh, isn't he Crystal yeah. Dynamics? No, he's from Crystal. He's, he's like okay. producer on the game or something. Yeah. He's like, he's a big week. But it's Scott with one two. Uh, one thing I didn't like was the excessive yeaing. Oh, the freaking heckling. Yeah, the podcast oh. by, as, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by, by the guy at, at the yeah, at the Bethesda conference. That was, that was shit ass. Yeah, that was annoying. That was a thing all through E3 yeah. in general. But it, it felt like it, it, it was more noticeable during like the shit game yeah it was not yeah because it was happening through like fallout 76 that's when you knew yeah. something was up it's because people were um, like screaming when like dragons were announced and being an elder in in an elder scrolls game it's just like <laughs> okay yeah cool no surprises there so that was one thing that i disliked uh again with yeah same with kieran the cinematic trailers lack of gameplay was up there i didn't like not seeing which fire I'm just going to put that out there. I thought we might have seen it at Xbox, but... Nope. 
I was wrong. Uh, Jordan, what else you got? Uh, ooh, else? This is going to be a really, really hot hot comment right here. But as much as yeah, I boy. love him, the Keanu Reeves thing, only because... Only, oh, hang on, only okay, because... No, I'll let you finish. Only because it would seem very much like they were using it as an excuse to no- show nothing of the game. That's all. They were using that announcement. It was a pretty big okay. reveal, though. It was, to yes, be like, it was. Keanu plays, like, the main character in your game. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it's it very, secondary it very much character. so, and I'm not denying that, and it's awesome to see him in the game, but they were definitely banking on his reveal as a way to not actually show anything of the game in the conference. I disagree, because I know that that game is being shown behind closed doors, um, so there, and this is what they did yeah. last year. They... They did it all behind closed doors, and then they released the gameplay a bit later. Which, again, go, going back to that podcast, um, he, they did they did say that, that they are going to reveal, sorry, release that uh, gameplay footage to the public eventually. I think is he that, said after it's Games at PAX West Com or PAX. It's yeah, going to be during sorry. PAX West, so that's like in yeah. a couple of months in August. Um, but actually, they Jason because you know uh, Jason Schreier is very big on people getting fired. Not no how not like he's a big fan of it. He loves, um, but he loves unemployment. He he, he asked the guy, um, paying to have Keanu in the game when you have to lay off you know four hundred people. Okay, I think I might have, I think I might have made that number up when you had to lay off a bunch of people, um, off from Gog. You know, mm. does that sit well? Kind of thing. Yeah. What did he say? And his answer was interesting. He just sort of, yeah, he just sort of said it's, it's two sort of separate things, and you know, you got to make adjustments here and there, kind of thing. Yeah, but no, but I, it was an interesting question, one, one that I would ne- I would never have thought of. Uh, all right. So, does anyone else have any other dislikes from E three? No, I've been any, salty like, enough. Major, I, I, any, I go major? on. People cheering as if Fallout seventy six finally getting NPCs is a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing, but it. But no, it isn't. There. They shouldn't be in there in the first place. You shouldn't cheer yeah, about yeah. them making a problem and then trying to make a solution afterwards for the problem they made. Yeah, it would have been good if like he told the crowd not to cheer and would have been like more along the lines of like. Well, that that, that entire thing in general, in they tried to play off like, "Oh, look at us, we're making jokes at ourselves because you know we acknowledge we fucked up." No, they they don't actually acknowledge that, and they're not taking responsibility for the shit they pulled for that seventy six. They're just, you know, showing us, yeah, n- quote unquote, new content. Battle Royale, though, nah, <laughs> gross. The the only other thing that I disliked was no Splinter Cell, no Dino Crisis, and no Parasite Eve. So too much Tom If if the Splinter Cell is supposed to be like Blacklist, then thank God it wasn't there. And no Time Splitters. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ignore you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So another thing that was uh, that I guess we've known for a while now is that Australia's going to suck when it comes to Stadia. Um, but yeah, I guess we heard a bit a bit more information. I think it was was it pre E three that Google yep. had their little thing. Yeah, it was like a week or um, week and a bit. I guess we'll just talk about that very briefly. Not the actual, not Stadia specifically, but st- a streaming future. What do you guys think? Is that the way it's going to head? Would you, if yeah. if if you could use Stadia, also Whoever said Stradia was that's fucking that fantastic. Was, that was, was that me? <laughs> yeah, that was like I didn't understand 
as a one. He said he had a better one, and I was like, "What the fuck are you even talking about?" But Stradia was, oh mate, that that was legendary. His, his, I think <laughs> um, I think his was Dardia. Yeah, and no oh, one yeah. got it. Yeah, it was it wasn't great. Yeah, it was yeah. alright. Nah, nah, mate. Anyway, but so would sorry, Azza, if you're listening, <laughs> fuck you, Azza. Um, king king of yeah, Nightfield. <laughs> If you if you could use uh, Stradia, what's called Stradia, Stadia, would you would you get around it? Like, would you pay the subscription? I think I would. I, if I wasn't so attached to my PlayStation, I, I think that I would. I don't think I would just because this could be because I'm a PC gamer. I like being in control of everything that's happening more. So you know, I can tweak things in the background to make it be exactly how I want to be. And I yeah, you get you get to make the choice to spend like two and a half grand on like one part exactly. Yeah. See, and I love that. <laughs> I love buyer's remorse. Um, uh, yeah. So I, yeah, for me, I don't think I would actually adopt a streaming thing. Things like Game Pass, yeah, for sure. If I uh, yeah, if I played a variety of games like that, I'd for sure go for Game Pass. But you know, I think I think the only thing only thing that would stop me, and it's it's just like I, tr- I guess letting go of sentiment towards uh ownership of things but the fact that stadia asks you to buy the game to play it on their streaming service right kind of surprised me and and maybe rubbed me a little bit the wrong way because i know that obviously that stuff's not going to be like forever Mm. but um and you know i'd probably want it to be significantly cheaper than if i was buying like even a digital version of something but um that's like a mentality that i think is going to a lot of people are going to struggle with, but is inevitable anyway. Yeah, because you have to pay a, a, a subscription fee so, for Stadia, then buy the games. Yeah. I, th- I think that you don't have to pay a subscription fee just to access like the basics of the of Stadia. Right. You just have to buy the games, but the, the, the extra subscription is better for reasons. Right. So this, so this question, just so I guess the listeners have, have a bit of context, there was an article posted by gamesindustry.biz uh, and the headline is that 83% of gamers potentially interested in streaming services. Potentially. Uh, yeah, it was um, <clears throat> conducted by uh, Broadband Genie and Eurogamer, who, which found that 83% of 3,142 people were keen on playing games via streaming. 21% were absolutely interested, while 17, 17% would probably use such a service. 17% had no interest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am not really a fan. I'm not. I think I'm still old school in that sort of. I want to. Yes, you are definitely old. Console, and I want to buy the game, and you know, not sort of rent it, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, well, you, I mean, you got to buy it from. Yeah. Australia. I think that. Uh, <laughs> Stadia. Fuck, I keep getting. I think that when we get to a point where the experience is identical, or or even better. I would be totally down for it, but if it's compromised in any way, and I'm sure Jordan will feel the same, like if the audio visual experience is compromised or the like the input experience is compromised, then it just it won't feel worth it yet. Oh yeah, um, I think it was last week I read uh, a lot of the respawn devs said like, nah, Stadia is really bad for shooters like Titanfall and COD, which is what I said. Yeah, I think that's yeah, so I think that's a given to be expected yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. So I think. For the competitive scene, it won't be highly adopted, but maybe for, you know, a more casual consumer scene, it might be, uh, it might have a bit of a higher adoption rate. 
I do still really, st- I really want to know about more about the the feature that they kept touting where if you're watching somebody play a game, like stream a game, that you can just like pick it up and play it like straight straight up then and there. Yeah. It makes me wonder if like in the future you're going to be able to like co-pilot someone's game where like say I'm watching a streamer play like a third-person shooter, I can technically stream the exact same like instance of the game on my end and like manipulate the camera and sort of check out what they're doing while they're playing. I'd mm. like that feature. That's the kind of like a spectator mode cool. almost. Yeah. Like Twitch 2.0, yeah. like actually being in someone's game while you're watching it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Stadia for me is something that I'm definitely interested in, but it's not something I'm actively seeking at the same time. Like I'm very much an old school person, the same. Like I, I, I still buy the majority of my games physically even. there's a lot of like love I, there i like i like having a you know true ownership quote-unquote of what i have of what i'm paying for per se but i definitely give it a go no doubt but i mean like um jordan said like the input lag or delay sorry for um first person shooters is going to be a, a huge deal for a whole lot of people do you think uh, this is a, and this is based off what I've uh, listened to from uh, who was listening to kind of funny I think it was yeah I think it was, yeah, it was kind of funny when they were talking about this. Oh, their podcast is and, way better than ours. Yeah, big fan. Well, well that's because they're kind of funny. Better than us. <laughs> um, but you know, Greg was saying, you know, my mate Greg, Greg was Miller. saying, um, love Greg, best beer, Miller, made in Milwaukee. Uh, anyway, um. Now a complete loss. What I was going to say, yeah, no, he was saying that uh, Stadia for him, it was good because he doesn't have to pack up his PlayStation and take it with him. So I guess the question I was going to ask you guys is, do you see, I guess in a general sense and even like a personal kind of sense, would Stadia be a replacement or a competitor for console gaming, or for like a portable, um, like Switch kind of? I I don't think so because. I, the way I approach it, at least with my Switch and when I travel, is, you know, I play my main games on my PC and then I have different games on my Switch to break that up. So when I travel, I can just play something different if I want to play anything. And I just, I, Would, I don't really envision me doing that with Stadia. What if your Switch ran Stadia? Like, what if Google got Stadia on the Switch? Then, yeah, I might give it a go, you know, and, and yeah. chew up all my 4G data in a day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, then I might give it a go. I think my biggest problem with Stadia is the fact that it's proprietary to their hardware and it's not like they're bringing it to the platforms that already exist. I think I might be a bit more interested in that if it was brought to the other platforms. Like, yeah, I think I think until that day we're going to have like, it's going to be like Netflix and Stan and Foxtel. It's going to be like, you know, 12 different yep. subscription services for every company because nobody wants to play nice. I think, I think, Does anyone... sorry, there you go. Um, all right. I think like the idea of like being able to, you know, take a controller with you and your Chrome, like your Chrome, um, cast, for example, and take it somewhere to then stream like a game or something. The idea of that is exciting and novel from a portability standpoint, but then you, the reality hits you of like, you know, you're in a, you're in a hotel using their internet, trying to play doom and you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like the reality gets you the <laughs> internet's going to be trash. You know, like it might not be something as, uh, you know, input intensive such as Doom. You might be able to like, you might play something else on there, but like you can't home really front. trust. Yeah. Homefront ideal. 
Um, you give that a whirl. Runs at twelve frames a second, so it's all good. Yeah, you I mean, won't be able to tell the difference. Tell internet, you won't be able to tell the inter- yeah the difference. But um, I mean, it's it's definitely something that's a long way from becoming realised. But you know, for now, I'd rather take my switch with me because I know that's going to work no matter where I am. Plus, my switch has Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, so I'm good. Yeah, Jordan, do you remember what they said when they said that um it uses was it a terabyte of data every two hours? Was it? Is that that is a huge amount of data? Um, yes, yeah, I think it just downloads the internet every five Does minutes. I think it was that? like sixty-five gigs for two, like sixty-five gigs a month or something. No, no, no. no, it, no. It was surprisingly small, but a lot of gamers are like, "Oh, that's huge!" But you know, games—it's streaming video. It's not that much. Yeah, for, for all things considered, it wasn't that much. It, it was like. 65 gigs for a certain amount of hours. It was like 100 hours or something. Here we go. Sorry. All right. I've just found the the article from Windows Central. Google Stadia reportedly uses one terabyte of data in 65 hours Whoa. for 4K streaming. That's 4K. 4, 4K yeah, is sorry. massive. Google Stadia will use over 2.6 terabytes of data for a week of 4K streaming. This is something else now. I'm not sure what that's really referring to. Imagine, imagine yeah. little Timmy playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey in 4K on the on Mum's internet with a hundred gig data cap. <laughs> She's now homeless. Timmy can't even eat. You have to eat the Chromecast. Imagine little Timmy trying to play Halo <laughs> Infinite at 8K. <laughs> oh, good um, lord! But yeah, okay. Well, but yeah. So there, yeah. Based on those numbers, that's pretty. It's pretty crazy. I think it's huge. gonna be like it's gonna be a case of like the. It, it always kind of happens where the gaming industry pushes those other industries forward though. So yeah. like telcos will get mm. better when adoption of, you know, better gaming tech starts happening. So yeah. it might be something like VR, even like where there's just like early adopters and it kind of just grows in over time. Yeah. Well, I think it, I think it'd be stupid to think that in, you know, the not so distant future, personal hardware will be obsolete. Everything yeah. just be screens and internet connections. It's definitely not something that's going to be mainstream anytime. So soon. what you're saying is black mirror. Yeah, right. Black Mirror. So, Mike, my last question on this topic before we move on: When do you expect it will be here in Australia? When we elect a better government. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, twenty thirty. That's probably never going to happen. Well, I mean, I don't know. We 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 haven't even gotten PlayStation Now yet. Are we are we ever going to get that? No, isn't that junk not. anyway? It is pretty junk. But like the fact that we never even got that, it's not much faith in the internet. There is a. Then again, that might just be because PlayStation now is hot garbage. But, but you know, but if you had to have a have a stab in the dark, I reckon twenty twenty two. Yeah, I'd say twenty. 20 I guess. I'd say late twenty twenty one, early twenty twenty two. Honestly, oh, are we just relying on Google to build more data centers here? Is that really like the only thing that's stopping them though? Because our internet technically is good enough, like yeah. in terms of raw numbers. Oh, speak for yourself. Of what they say. <laughs> not everywhere but you know in some was places it, like enough for like was, a beta rollout wasn't it the like i can't remember because i didn't actually watch any of the google stadia stuff i just saw images but um i think there was something along the lines of like you needed 35 megabytes for 4k or something like that it was like 10 but, meg for 720p and then it yeah. just kind of went up for there yeah so, so i mean like, it's not impossible 10 megs yeah yeah yeah, well, Google doesn't care about you, Jordan. <laughs> no, this is my government. Yeah. All right, let, let's move on because we are getting this is getting quite long in the tooth. This uh, potty. 
we'll just cap off with some news quickly. So, we spoke about this before as well, but it looks like that the the voice actor for uh, L, Ellie, Ellie, thank you, I almost was right, Ellie in The Last of Us 2 has released, or no, sorry, not, not released, she's leaked the release date uh, for, the, for The Last of Us 2, which is apparently in February 2020, which, yeah, we did speak about a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, in an interview with, I don't know, I can't remember who she was interviewed by. It was with an interview for Critical Role, but it's called Between the Sheets or something. Um, yeah, and the interviewer goes to ask um, when is the game going to release or something like that, and she goes to say fair or something like that, and yeah, she gets cut off by the interviewer. So people <laughs> that, have... That, in my opinion totally had to be set up yeah because that would have been screened through sony's people whoever it needed yeah. to be screened through before they released that footage after editing yeah so i think it's and like it's a also... sneaky little teaser yeah and the other thing is if if the interviewer heard that wouldn't he go oh sweet you know, and if it wasn't you know if it was you know live and not uh, scripted surely he would have gone oh can you just you know repeat that for us yeah Rather than just just keep going and go like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just nothing. Can't I wait. only asked probably you know the question that everybody wants to know like the answer for, and I'll just cut her off. Yeah. yeah. Do um, do we think that that's that's accurate though? February. Yeah, I yeah. reckon. I reckon yeah, that's probably much on the money. Can't wait to play the Last of Us next fair. <laughs> <laughs> How exciting! Uh, this wasn't on our sheet, but did uh, I think I read somewhere? Did they have they not confirmed multiplayer for this or something? Is I heard people maybe complaining. I think, or maybe I misread. Maybe I'm making that up. For the Last of Us, yeah, two. Um, I'd be happy. If not they that I've seen, but but yeah, the multiplayer for the first one was actually quite popular. People still playing. Yeah, it, it was pretty fun. No, I'm just. I think I thought there was last. I thought there was something about how they hadn't confirmed multiplayer or something. You might be thinking of Cyberpunk, where they haven't said no, but they haven't said yes either. <laughs> yeah, so Days of Play PS4 packaging says uh, says The Last of Us Part Two does not support online multiplayer. Doesn't. That's okay. a that's a link from PlayStation Lifecycle Lifestyle, uh, eighteen hours ago. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next thing. Uh, yes. Would you be bummed if it didn't have multiplayer? Not particularly. I, would, I wouldn't I mean, mind. Yeah. I mean, it was good. It was fun. But I mean, that's not what you're there for. Correct. Uh, Jordan, do you want to jump in on the ne- these next couple? Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so... Destiny 2 yeah, So, there's this Halo. next article, it's uh, it's about how Destiny 2 and, for those who aren't aware, Bungie split off from Activision, thank the Lord, um, and they were talking about how their previous uh, content management was something that they didn't want to do. It was enforced by Activision. So, for people who are unaware, the way their content works is, say you want to buy the Forsaken expansion, which is their last, their latest, like, really big expansion, you have to own all the previous content up to that and then pay for that. And then, you know, it works that way forward. So, you know, if you want the annual pass content, you need Forsaken. Um, so, Bungie came out and said that's something they never really wanted to do and that's something they want to change with Destiny New Light, which is the free-to-play version of Destiny 2 that's launching in... September, I forgot the specific date. Um, mm. but didn't we all sort of assume this though? Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, we can all assume as much as we want, but it's nice to like actually get it in writing. 
Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's pretty common knowledge that Activision were pulling some really shady shit with, uh, with Destiny and then got upset when uh, the community reacted poorly to their shit. And then Bungie were like, hey, this is a good time for us to break off. And they did. And I'm very excited to see what they do with uh, the new expansion coming out in September. Uh, and then the next thing we have is allegedly, I don't know how concrete this is, but a while ago, apparently Microsoft were looking to bring Halo the Master Chief Collection to PS4, which means that nobody would have had any reason to buy an Xbox. Um, so it would have been cool to play it on PS4. I would have loved it. It would have saved me a lot of money. Um, but yeah, it would have been pretty dope. I mean, I know. In an interview, I was just sort of on that thing. In an interview I was listening to or a podcast, I don't remember which one, they were talking about, um, in fact, it might have even been Old Mate again, Jason. Big Jason. You love Kotaku. Jason. Um, oh, mate, I'm a big fan. He's, you're a big fan of Greg Miller. I'm a big fan of Jason. I'm a big fan of Philip Newsom. You like quality. You like being a rock star. I like, you know, bring journalism. News, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg. That's funny. Yeah, Greg's. I like that. Greg's just a bit more casual now, but I still love it. Yeah, that laugh super peaked in my uh, recording too. Uh, but yeah, he was saying that someone close to Phil had told him that Phil would bring, would put anything, sorry, would put everything on anything if he could. If that were hand. anything on I, everything, I believe it to be honest. Well, everything we, we, on everything. I feel like that's like that almost needs to be Xbox's like goal going forward is just to spread their. Um, seed. <laughs> I was gonna Ooh. say seed, but yeah. I didn't. But they, they could almost do <laughs> took the seed right out of my mouth. They could almost do something like <laughs> where, uh, you know how most games how they have like a PS4 Pro or Xbox One X patch. It'd be something like, mm. you know, there's like a version of their game on the other platforms, but if you want the best experience, you go to their platform. Something like that. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, like... that. But sh- surely that would not kill, but that, that would um, definitely hurt them financially, I think, anyway. I mean, now that they've brought it to PC, would it not? Well, they haven't brought it to PC yet. I'm still waiting similar. for Halo well, Reach. It's on its way. I'm still waiting. Yeah, yeah True. True. I think that. I think it would hurt them currently because all they really have is their hardware and they don't have software. But in a future where they have software, I think it would be better for them. Yeah. Mm. But are you talking a purely software uh, future? No. Like, if, if Microsoft oh. had their own hardware that you could play on but published on everything, I think they'd be better for them in the long run. Mm. That's another uh, The next topic. bit of news... George, sorry, Jordan, was there anything else you wanted to say about uh, Master Chief? No, not really. I already said that. Uh, okay, he's not as good as Final Fantasy Thirteen, the best Final Fantasy, but yeah, you know. So, uh, the next bit of news that we have... <laughs> There's that echo is yeah. Dying Light 2 post-launch support will be for both uh, current-gen consoles and the next-gen consoles. Right. Uh, I, didn't actually, I haven't actually read this article yet. Jordan, yeah, is that what I found shared? this, which is... It's good. Uh, a lot of people would be worried that... Uh, the this current generation would get the shaft when it comes to uh, post-launch support for games like Dying Light 2. And it's nice to see that developers like Techland are coming out and saying, no, we're going to support uh, what's now current gen, but what will become last gen. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to yep. continue su- to support that until pretty much 
the game is done, which is nice. Well, their game did. Their game doesn't even have a release date, so I guess it's probably a bit yeah, easier. Yeah, it's true. I'm I'm just curious as like, to whether it'll be like a uh, a Destiny or a Final Fantasy 14 thing where they support it up to a certain amount of content and then they just drop it. But well, I think again, like going back to like earlier discussion, everything's gonna be yeah, it, sort it'll of be on a lot easier. anyway, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not like it's gonna be a big deal yeah. per se. I mean, it's it's good because um, didn't Dying Light, the original Dying Light, get a, a ton of post-launch support? Yeah, he got a Battle Royale mode. Oh, really? Yeah. Which wow, I wait. don't think was overly popular. No, I don't think it was yeah. No, yeah, I... Yeah. Got some sort of inside word on that, and yeah, don't, I don't think it took off very, very well. Rip. Uh, all right, the last bit of news we've got here that we'll briefly talk about is that Nintendo states that the reason why they delayed Animal Crossing New Horizons was to avoid crunch. Uh, this was another one that I found, actually. Um, and it's awesome that Nintendo, of all people, were <laughs> avoiding crunch because Japan's work culture is very hectic, which is why these took me by surprise. And um, it's weird because a, a really funny reaction to this was uh, the fact that Nintendo shareholders were pretty upset about this announcement um but you know yeah they took a bit of a hit didn't they they, yeah, they did but you know those shareholders yeah. still get their money on march 20th uh you know they're just, they're just not getting it as soon as they wanted it to be uh, but yeah it's good to see that one of you know the i'd probably say one of the best developers in the industry is you know having a firm stance on making sure that the health of the developers comes first and then through that that speaks uh, into the quality of their games um what are we talking about ci games yeah we're talking about ci games no. Cr- crunch intensive <laughs> games um they could use Ooh, more like crunch, <laughs> crunch. <laughs> right. oh you're making me scared for my future <laughs> why don't you go work for nintendo you won't Stop have it. crunch go work it go work for ci <laughs> if you go work for ci you can oh, do a shit job please. and they don't care <laughs> oh fuck Actually, no, go, go work for Taurus Games and make Beast Quest 2. <laughs> no. <laughs> please, please don't. You know, I'll probably have to work somewhere average for a couple Oh, I definitely will for a couple Yeah, go of Bioware. Years, so probably be Taurus. Go Bioware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like the annou- this announcement was like good, but at the same time, like we shouldn't have to be like flexing on the facts on the fact that like they're not being not crunching per se uh we yeah, should like, have to, de- i agree with that <laughs> but there's the level praise like praise us for yeah. doing the normal thing yeah. Please. yeah it's like uh you know pray at, uh, at, uh, at the nintendo shrine for us giving our employees the correct amount of hours well, it, as opposed it's like to how people were praising monster hunter when they announced it wasn't going to have loot boxes why why praise something that should be normal yeah, exactly. It's yeah, that, like, that's yeah. become a bit of a thing too now. Like you'll, you know, X game doesn't have microtransaction or loot boxes or yeah, like Borderlands yeah. 3, no microtransactions. Gonna be on the back of the box in the future. No crunch, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's actually a good a good um, topic of discussion for later on. If those little, uh, if they ever did do icons like that, you know, for not maybe not for crunch, <laughs> but for like loot boxes or like microtransactions, yeah. is there is there a thing on there? Uh, I think that I can't remember which governing body, but there was a governing body. I can't remember for what country 
that wanted to make it so if a game contained loot boxes, it would say it on the game package. Yeah, like that's I, I actually don't mind that. Yeah, this this game, this game's development led to zero broken marriages, <laughs> or something like that. Like this, okay. this, this, uh, this uh, zero employees had to sleep under their desks Sorry. throughout the I, development. I can just imagine game. Rockstar's next game. Our employees only worked eighty hour weeks. Yeah, a hundred was too yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you did you read the article I linked in the group chat? Is it about, uh, about Take Two saying Rockstar that their games were going to be shorter release cycles? Yeah, but did you read about the stuff about the uh, unionizing though? No. no, no. It's actually really it's an interesting quote. Uh, I'll quickly get it up for you. Got to find it now. Uh, basically, the guy says that in regards to he said the same thing as old mate from CI. I've enough CI games um, from CD CD Project Red said it about how they you know they adhere to the to the law and. All that sort of stuff. Where's the article? But he goes. Let me just get it up. Oh, gameindustry.biz again. He says. Uh, okay. Uh, another topic raised for Zelnik is that of unionization. The subject has drawn plenty of discussion in development circles following a number of controversies in the past year, including a series of reports on working conditions at Rockstar Games. He says, look, unions tend to develop when labor relations are not typically non-existent. Uh, Zonix says, and typically unions have been most beneficial when uh, there were more workers than, than there were jobs and where the jobs <clears throat> were low paying jobs. We have fewer workers than we have jobs and they're high paying jobs. Right now, take two is 500 op- Open positions. They are Dylan. Yeah, there you go. go. Take two. Yeah, there, boy. There are twenty. There are two thousand, uh, two hundred twenty thousand. Also, people employed in the U.S. Uh, video game business. They make about a hundred thousand dollars on average, maybe more. It's hard to imagine what would motivate that crew to unionize. But we're a compliant company and will serve the law. If our colleagues want to engage in the collective bargaining, then we will. See, but that's Strauss Selnick. He's very slimy. I like this how he goes. They make about a, a hundred grand on average. So how about those like poor plebs that make like half yep. of that? Yeah. yeah. What are like how much of that average is being brought up by like the high level execs and stuff? Yeah. That earn like thirty it, yeah. mil. <laughs> it, it's hard to imagine what what would motivate that crew to unionize. Lug. Yeah, um, it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? All right. Let's get to some quick off-topic discussion. Uh, anyone been watching anything cool? I know I have. No. Nope. Cool. Dylan's been too busy studying. Yeah, reading. What's your favorite textbook? Uh, C plus plus the found the foundations of programming languages or whatever the fuck. What's it's your favorite textbook? Seventh, seventh edition. How much? How much was your most expensive textbook? Oh, yeah, actually, that's a good question. I don't buy the textbooks half the time. Oh, good. Do you just download the PDFs? No comment. But yeah, maybe who knows? <laughs> what unit did you go to? Do, Do you want to say that out loud? No. Do you have to? Um, uh, whenever you do have to buy a new textbook, do they like update it every year? So you like you buy one this year and then you go to sell it to some yeah. guy who's going to come and do it, and they go. <laughs> you got to be you got to be a bit crafty. You got to like kind of like palm it off before they like update the books. Because they they go in and they just change all the 2018s to 2019s. They're like the book again. Yeah. yeah, they're like this. This seventh edition is now called the eighth edition, and we'll change the seventeenth chapter to the twentieth chapter, and we'll we'll sell it again and make the fucking cover purple instead of orange. 
Well, you have me sold it's on. You have me sold on purple. Man, unis and uni book authors are dicks or publishers. Yep. So expensive. Rich dicks. Anyway. Yeah. So you no know, one's been watching anything cool. Kieran, you went and saw Men in Black. What'd you think? The new one? I did. I went and saw it last night. Uh, it was good. It was dumb, but fun, as it should be. How's and, cool? And uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson have incredible chemistry on screen. And they're both beautiful. So it was good. I was it better it. than the originals or the main series or whatever? I would peg it probably... Just yeah, you would. <laughs> I, would peg, I would peg everyone involved. Um, I I really love peg in f- black. <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, I really love Men in Black Three. I think I'd probably put it behind that, but I didn't like two that much, so that's like bottom tier. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Jordan, you've been watching anything? Uh, no. <laughs> No. no, I've. Uh, I will. I will sorry. add though. I'm gonna watch the um, the God of War documentary tonight. Yeah, I've been I don't know to if anyone's that. seen that yet. I, I'm. I'm hoping to but watch. I'm uh, give that a will. I'm hoping to finally watch Chernobyl yeah. in the week. Good. I'm Do watching it. Chernobyl I'm when I go I'm away next week. I'm hype. Are you going to Chernobyl? Where are you going? I'm going um, to. No, I wish. Um, I'm going to uh, just down to Margaret River with the the lady for a week. Oh, mate. All yeah. our viewers are going to be waiting Not there bad. for you now. Are you going to uh, get on one knee? Uh, most likely not. He's going to get on both knees. <laughs> Ooh, big oof. Peg that was black. very good. Um, cool. Oh, I hope you have a great time. Thank you. Plenty Cute. of Switch games. Cute. Much to my girlfriend's. Oh, sounds very, get, very romantic. Do you get Stadia in Margaret River? <laughs> uh, well, no. You're going to take your textbook and that? <laughs> oh, that's, that's, the, the surprise. The textbook's my girlfriend, dude. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, Are you going to read it back to front? Uh, yes, you bet. With, uh, a, with a nice glass of red. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, you were... What did you say you were watching or something? Uh, the God of War documentary. That's right, God of War documentary. Yeah. I heard it, it's, it's quite cool, but it's very PR friendly so right which, which, well, you'd which expect to what it's a sony made documentary. To what kieran said about how yeah that uh, uh interview with uh last of us two mm. girl um, right. lady sorry uh <laughs> how do you yeah i've watched i went and watched godzilla without kieran because kieran kieran parked well wow. on our on our little bro down which kieran which is, it was uh, me yeah, it was uh, so all about Podzilla for weeks. It was the long con, mate. You rejected me for fucking John Wick on air, <laughs> so I told you I was going to go see it with you on air, just to not wow. see it. With it's you. all about the moral. So we're victory. equal now. <laughs> so we're even now, motherfucker. Equilibrium has been reached. Okay, well, I went and saw it with KS and Big Mister Darling Edward, nice. uh, and we had a great time. It's just like you know. It's now our little family is like three player, like every other game announced it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So. Avengers had a four player. Oh, well. But that game looked bust. Well, Avengers look like trash. Yeah, that's so. the, the fourth player's DLC. I don't know. Sorry. Um, but no, I, it was, it was, you know, a Godzilla film. It wasn't um, amazing, but it was, it was, it was cool. I enjoyed it. It probably was a bit too long. Um, I feel like the first one was, was a little bit too long as well, though. Yeah, 
there was just parts in this where it's yeah they kind of go to these different locations and you're like like just hurry up mate just hurry up and get to the point and that's my review lovely nice (laughs) no it was cool I I do like a big giant monster fight um yeah, I've also started watching. I'm not sure if any of you have heard of the The Franger Chronicles, <laughs> <laughs> the Frankenstein Chronicles. It's got Sean Bean in it. Oh, uh, yes. Has anyone else seen this or heard of it? I've heard of the Franger Chronicles. No. That's how my, how much of you how much of it have um, you watched? All of it. Is and Sean Bean is alive. <laughs> well, well, that's a spoiler. That's a that's, yeah. That's a lot that of is a spoiler. <laughs> I mean, think of the thing about the name of the TV show. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's set in uh, Victorian London, you know, where my home is, and it's it's very yeah, it's it's hard to explain here without sort of spoiling. But basically, it's about he's a he uh, Sean Bean is a policeman who there's a whole bunch of murders. Um, happening and someone is removing uh body certain body parts like different different body parts and yeah he's tasked with tracking down the killer pretty much that's season one and then season one happens and here we are with season two oh, thank nice. you for listening to my good tv show <laughs> <laughs> love frangers love them. uh no it, it it's cool it's actually, I was, it's it's a little bit slow. <laughs> um, I like that. That's actually very clever and kind of gross. Um, <laughs> I'm thrown, thrown. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, it's, if, if you like that sort of, uh, you know, Victorian London setting and, you know, Sean Bean's always, always worth a watch. Okay, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> um, well, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening, and if you want to check out all the latest and greatest gaming coverage, go to www.well-played.com.au. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.